Thanks for listening to the Starbase Indie Podcast. To find more information about our live event this November, I'm check here us with out Demetrius Witherspoon. And Demetrius, let's start by having you on Facebook, yourself. Twitter, or Instagram. Hello, everyone. See you this on the Starbase. Uh, Demetrius Witherspoon, and uh, I am so happy to be here. We're happy to have you here. So you uh, you've loved films since you were five. So what early films stick with you the most? Um, I would say first of all, Jaws. <laughs> that scared the living <laughs> crap out of me as a kid. Um, and then most definitely Star Wars, mm-hmm. and then Superman. So those were right in the time period where, I, you know, my memory was there and uh, I was super excited uh, about those films. And and heavy science fiction influence there. Yes, yes. The George Lucas uh, epic, you know, story there. Absolutely. Was it mostly film or were there TV shows that, that also piqued your interest? Oh, yeah. Uh, we will watch uh, Battlestar Galactica. Um, uh, 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 what was his name? Buck Rogers. Mm-hmm. You know all those kind of uh, different sci-fi of uh, TV shows uh, inspired me. And the the coolest thing is later in my career, I mean, uh, doing film, I was able to meet the crew, uh, the actors uh, from the original ba- uh, Battlestar Galactica. And and Richard Hatch comes to the table and says, "Hey, do you want to go to dinner with us?" tonight and i'm just like oh my god like the kid in me was just screaming uh so that that was a highlight of uh all that i do yeah he's <laughs> so personable I've, I've only i met him at dragon con but he's great mm-hmm. and yeah i'm not surprised plus you're yeah. awesome and who wouldn't want to go to dinner with you? <laughs> well. um, so you mentioned george lucas what other filmmakers have had the most influence on your style um, you know, so I start with George Lucas, uh, S- Steven Spielberg, um, cause that's the era I grew up in mm-hmm. and really liking those uh, movies. But, uh, later on, as I started to, um, learn more, uh, and study more directors, uh, cause I, for me, for homework for me is, uh, looking at on YouTube on Hollywood, uh, round tables and you have all the actors, all the Hollywood directors, top directors, and you really get to see they're dealing with some of the things, a lot of the things independent filmmakers deal with. So, uh, for me, uh, one of them is, uh, Clint Eastwood. That's a director, uh, actor, director that is amazing. And I've watched uh, different actors talk about how instead of just seeing action, you know, every time he would just, you know, be personable with them and say, you know, start whenever you're ready. And that kind of, you know, softens and, and, and relieves the stress of action. OK, I got to get this, you know, um, now, I, I do go back to using action if it is an action scene, you know, fight scenes and things like that, because those things are timed. Uh, and so that really helps with that. Uh, and the other uh, director is uh, Francis Ford Coppola. And I, I like his style of directing. But what I get from him also is how he treats his actors 
especially ones he's interested in. He don't just, um, you know, everybody has auditions and things like that, but a lot of the ones that you really are interested in, you just sit down at lunch or coffee and you don't even talk about the movie. You talk about what's going on, uh, that actor's life, what's going on, because uh, you kind of get to know them better. And as a writer, director, you start to put their personality a little bit onto the character that you envision uh, them being. And so I've really had a lot of success with that, with the actors that I've chosen. We just go for, go to Starbucks or what have you and just talk. And then, you know, say, hey, I want to, I'd like you to come aboard this submerged universe train. Now, you um, have written most of the submerged films or all of them? I've uh, written all of them. Um, the fifth one, I, I did uh, partner up with my, um, um, my production manager, um, Mary Carlton. Um, and we, she helped me uh, with that. We, we really collabed together even more so on that. Uh, so, but more, uh, I've wrote and shot a uh, majority of uh, Submerged Universe. And you, so you're talking about being inspired by Coppola's practice of getting to know the actor and then that maybe works into the character creation a little bit. Has that happened in your universe where you've gotten to know an actor or an actress and that who they are comes through more in how you write their character going forward? Oh, most definitely. Um, uh, throughout the uh, span of almost 10 years working with different actors, I've been able to do that. Like uh, Bishop Stevens, he's a former WWE wrestler, just a mm -hmm. big personality. So he really, uh, I, when I wrote his character, Lord Raz, I really infused that in there. You can just feel it when he's on screen, a uh, bigger than life kind of character. And uh, then also the the new movie I got coming out, Submerged Blue Star, um, with uh, Af Afton Shepard and um, uh, Jerry Beasley, uh, really just getting some of their personalities, some of their things uh, uh, that they they do uh, as I've spent time with them, uh, infusing that into the character, and so it, that's been a beautiful thing to see. That's neat. So what are your favorite fictional universes? I mean, aside from Submerge, which you created. <laughs> I assume that one's well, your <laughs> We'll get way uh, more into Submerge a little bit later, but. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I like, um, for me, it's more film than anything. So uh, I like Farscape. That really just was so... This is a beautiful show, you know, just the storylines and the um, uh, practical effects and the Muppets and all that that they had mixed in with that. So um, not not too many people say that. So I, I really enjoyed uh, that fictional uh, universe that they had. And um, I love me some Farscape. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, also I like. Um, I like Star Trek. I've, you know, watched uh, watched it from the beginning, 
you know, and then just to see the universe that they're building. It's so amazing to see. It's just an awesome time that we live in to see uh, our childhood uh, sci-fi shows get this breath of life where they're expanding their universe, not only in live action, but uh, animation and things like that. And so I, I really like getting involved with those story worlds. Yeah. So you've created all kinds of different uh, films, music videos, short films, commercials, animated films. What of the sort of formats that involve video moving pictures are your favorite? Um, well, I like I like film, working with uh, film. Um, it was a highlight to work with animation uh, and the animator, um, uh, Tobias uh, John. But working with film and editing it, it's like music. I come from a music background, and it it uh, is about the timing of the film and how it's edited, and uh, it's just like music. It really does have the rhythm uh, to it, and so I think that's why I transition in from music to the film so easily because. Uh, understand it had a beat it has a rhythm to it and uh, i love that aspect uh, about uh, film and working with um i guess not so much film because i'm doing it digitally uh, i wish i had the chance to work with film and one of these days i will because uh, that's a whole different uh, medium uh and uh a whole different world just uh, working with uh, film you know like people did long ago and now but uh, the digital wise has worked for me as an independent filmmaker to be able to easily get into that especially with technology today yeah film is it do you actually want to work with film or is digital easier and uh so what, what is it about actual working with film that appeals to you nostalgia it's just like it, it's it's more difficult like uh with digital you can keep it rolling you know and uh you don't even have to really cut with it but with film every second every uh uh thing that you do has to be precise because film cost mm -hmm. burning film you know you got to get uh, get your shot in and uh, and then just the processing of it and i i just it blows my mind how they edit it with film back long ago and now you know cutting it at the right spot and things like that digitally for me that's just easy i, I see where it is i cut right there put this together you know blend it or uh you know uh put a transition on it but to see how masterfully uh since you know the 1930s uh or more that they've had film and uh what they've done with it seamlessly just epic films ha have been made with it and i love it you know i watched um uh, the original thomas crown affair uh not that mm -hmm. long ago and they do this thing with multiple frames within the frame and uh it occurred to me that they were doing that on actual film somebody was cutting that film into little pieces and making it work <laughs> and it just kind of 
it, it did the whole new perspective on on today they do that and it's a whole different process a much easier process right right, right. so yeah, i'm not that, sure why you'd want to go back to the harder process but you know because it's there yeah that make that's a totally reasonable answer yeah i mean you know it's it's you know i'm originally come from uh i started out being an artist that's what i was doing as a young kid drawing and using pastels all pastels and doing portraits and all that so film is just another step of art and using whatever medium that you have available and um uh not only using digital cameras but now we have our phones which shoot 4k and there's movies this on netflix and things like that so um it's like whatever you use you know it's there is a tool to help you tell the, your story the story is the key and um but film it gives it another life uh another feel to it a texture to it that you can't even get with digital and um so for that aspect i like that medium uh, also so your work has won a bunch of awards best short film best animated film from the indo-american international festival of world cinema you've won the best director award at the imaginarium film festival best international dramatic music videos from Wendy Shorts Awards and a Black History Award from the Fisher's Art Council. You've got a bunch of awards. Which one means the most to you? I would say the, um, well, all of them do um, because growing up, uh, I wasn't the, the, the best in school. And uh, sometimes, you know, you got to take a, another extra class or what have you. And my grades were not the best in school. But to realize what, as you get older, what passion you have and to be recognized for that. Uh, because, you know, uh, school, school can be rough on kids. And especially today, uh, you know, feeling like you're, you're different in some kind of way in a way that you're not like the other kids, you know, and now you realize that's a good thing <laughs> because uh, that just because you didn't pick it up that quickly back long ago, uh, that didn't mean that you were stupid or uh, not irrelevant. And so um, when it comes to film and awards, I appreciate that because it's not just about my accomplishment. I look at those awards as, what my team and everyone that has helped me uh, through the whole years of working, uh, making these films, uh, that, um, you know, that that's one of the biggest awards. And I look at those as awards for everything and all the people that has helped, um, you know, help me build uh, this uh, submerged universe. Um, and I would say that about the only one that kind of stands out in a sense is the one from Imaginarium. And the reason being is because that night, that weekend, just, uh, I don't know, you're feeling, sometimes you kind of have this feeling of you're not doing great or, you know, the films are not doing what you thought they would do. And, a lot of filmmakers and artists go through that. Um, 
And so that night I was just going to uh, leave. They were having an award show and I was going to leave and just, you know, go get some McDonald's and just go back to another place I was staying at. And, uh, and uh, it was a filmmaker, uh, Amy, that stopped me as I was about to go out. She's like, are you going to the award show? I was like, no, you know, having a banquet and blah, blah, blah. She's like, you need to go to the award show. She didn't know what was going to happen that night. She's like, you know, you don't want to miss. You know, I was like, okay. So I went and um, then, you know, I was talking. I was enjoying it. You know, everybody's accomplishments. And then they called my name. And I was just like, you know, uh, uh, best uh, director. And I was just like, what? You know, that just took me by surprise. And so that kind of sticks out to me um, because of how I was feeling and everything like that. And to have somebody recognize your work, um, uh, that's important. And it, and it makes you feel good. And it kind of fuel, fuels you, gives you energy to uh, keep going, to keep pushing. That's fantastic. She didn't know you were going to win. She just felt no, like, she's like, you need a, oh, she reminds me of that all the time. Say, remember when you was about to leave? Out? I was like, yeah, I know. So, um, but no, it's, uh, for me, for the longest time, I didn't go into doing film festivals to win awards, you know, and because um, I, I wanted just people to enjoy what I was doing and then knowing that I was about to, you know, go on to my next project. But um, it was about the people, the, the connections, the networking uh, mm-hmm. there. And uh, I tell filmmakers all the time, just go to f- get your stuff into film uh, festivals so they can be seen, but also network and everything else will come to you. All the awards and all that, that's going to come, but just be there because you never know who you're going to meet. I've met so many people from Hollywood and around the world. The submerged universe is expansive. You've got movies, you've got animated movies also collectible card games and board games and comics and novels and action figures and apparel and everything when you started out did you have this expansive vision or did it just start as a single film and grow from there no i didn't when i started there's only about eight of us so i made this 15 minute short film it wasn't until i got into gen con film festival and got to go to Gen Con and see how people were building story worlds and, um, you know, these big facets of worlds, not only in games, but also uh, cosplayers had their own trading card and things like that. It's like, okay, so I can not only build my story, but start to use transmedia to expand my story world, to give people uh, more things to um, get into uh, my story world. So uh, it expand uh, my characters and my universe. So I was like, okay, so trading cards, I can do that, you know, on a low budget. I look for stuff that I, I you know, what, whatever Marvel could do, I could do if you go to the dollar store and get some stuff and put a sticker on it, I can do that, you know, uh, or then start collabing with uh, different 
uh, small businesses around town to uh, work with them to get uh, merchandise and things like that. And it and it's it's fun and it's fun to see people react and wear it or what have you. But then when you get into the comic books and the uh, novels, you start to see that people are enjoying your story world. I have one instance where we showed the film uh, the next day we were at in conjunction and we, we had a booth there and this gentleman came up this older gentleman and he said i'm kind of upset with you i was like oh okay he's like i went to your uh premiere last night of your movie and it was just too short we was just enjoying it so much it's like oh okay well i'm glad you enjoyed it he's like you know what my daughter called uh because she had got your movie uh previously uh last year and she called from las vegas and she wanted, she seen that you got a book coming out and stuff. And that's what she wants. She sent me over here to this booth to buy, you know, the new movie and, and the book. And it was just, that was just like, that was greater than any award, you know, that somebody really loves. You know, So those little things like that from the fans over the years, that's energized me and let me know that people do love uh, what you do. Have you run across someone wearing apparel just that you didn't know was going to be there yet? Uh, yes, I have. That's, how was that? <laughs> Did you say anything? You know, I, I couldn't uh, say much. Uh, actually, they were on TV. I mean, they were on a show and they had it on my shirt. And so I was like, oh, that's really cool. You know, it, it's it's really cool when people uh, do that, and especially uh, when the actors uh, that's worked with me because they have got on my shirt and they're still wearing my shirt, even when they're going to other movie, Hollywood movie sets and things like that. You know, if they've got a little casual day to get in you know, on set, they're wearing my shirt. So that, you know, it's such a, a crazy, uh, cool thing. That's very cool. All of these other forms of storytelling that you're bringing into the universe, whether it's a mm -hmm. game or a comic book, You've gotten to tell these stories in a lot of different ways. Which one's your favorite? I want to say all of them. That's um, <laughs> so how is it different telling a story in a medium that where the pictures move versus the, a medium where the pictures are static, like comic books or, or, or words only, like a novel? Yeah. Well, um, each one has its own, uh, its own vibe or the way you're going to tell the story. Of course, film is more visual, show, don't tell, <laughs> uh, like thing. Uh, so I, I really like that. And, and uh, each time I get into a new medium, I have to learn. I do my homework of what makes that medium successful, like comic books. Yeah, I've read comic books when I was younger. But to get into it, like I'm making a comic, I'm making something that I like, but also what makes it appealing to others. And so I do my research looking at Facebook, uh, looking at uh, YouTube, uh, all the podcasts that are about comic books. I sit down with the uh, comic book store owners and talked about, you know, comics. And, and we just had hours of uh, discussion about it. So then the next thing is just going out, doing it. And, and 
and it doesn't always make it successful, but you at least know how to attack or to present it to the market. And so I like the film. I like the comics because for one thing, I can do all the visual effects that I want in a comic and working with talented artists from all over the world, Venezuela and the Philippines and here in the States to write down a story and then to have them infuse some of their talent in it and bring to life your characters in a way you never seen it. Uh, that's a beautiful thing. And like I said, you know, for film, you got to pay a lot of money to do visual effects and everything like that. But to tell your story and uh, someone, an artist, bring it to life uh, in so many ways that, you know, there's nothing else like that either. Different budgetary process to do zero gravity in a comic book, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So in addition to your submerged universe, you also have a company called DV Entertainment Pictures. And on the website, it talks a lot about helping people tell their own stories. So how is it different for you pulling a story out of your own brain and telling it on film versus telling somebody else's story? Well, I can kind of do it all my way if I'm writing my stories, but when I'm working with a client, like, cause I've done commercials um, for uh, nonprofit organizations, cancer foundations and um, meals on wheels, things like that. So um, it's a collaboration of listening to their story, what they wanted to bring out and get across to the world. And so I do my best to tell a story within that and collab with them. So like, uh, I had a, a young lady, uh, Shauna uh, Bedford, who actually ended up uh, being in Submerge. Uh, the first thing I did is did one of her music videos. And we just sat down and she told me about her song and how it was kind of, she wrote it during 9-11 and all those different situations. So uh, around that, listening to her story and how powerful the song was I came up with this story and I did not present it uh, with her uh, to her and it was just amazing to see how things really unfolded we had close to um, well 60 people um, between the extras and the crew and we had a fire department and firemen out there uh, shooting this uh, music video rain which we've won of awards for uh, so Taking in consideration, again, uh, what the client wants and um, what we can bring to, uh, you know, make what they're trying to do look better. You know, even like with the Cancer Foundation, uh, bringing the heart of uh, what they do to uh, better our community. You have also acted in at least one of your movies. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you like acting? I I do. I'm a character outside of <laughs> people that really hang around me know I'm a character. <laughs> um, yeah, I 
I always wanted to kind of do the uh, Hitchcock thing and be in my films, but I just, I was doing so much, I never got to that point. So uh, when this animation came along, uh, this uh, animated uh, film, um, which was um, animated and, and written, I helped write it a little bit uh, from uh, Toby Said John, uh, came along, I was like, okay, this is going to be my acting debut here. And so I, I was able to narrate this this film, and uh, it was so much fun. It was just so much fun. So how is, so this was voice acting then, right? Yeah, yeah, it was more vo- voice acting. Acting, acting, I think the most I've done, I was an extra in somebody's film, but it never came out. <laughs> and that was the first time I found out that when you're sitting in a restaurant and you got all those people in the background, they're not talking. They're just, you know, just looking like they're talking and they add the sound later in post, you know, all that, you know, whatever music and clicking of plates and stuff. So uh, I did that, but that film never came out. So that was my first, eh, you know, extra, but I did get to go to, uh, uh Jim uh Doherty uh acting class. And I I was there as an observer because I was I, I go to acting classes to uh not only learn more about how to treat actors and different things like that, uh, but he gave me sides, uh lines to read, and I got to uh, do a little acting bit with uh, Katie O'Brien, who is now in um, Star Wars Mandalorian. And she's been in Z Nation and like Lightning, uh, Westworld. So uh, that was very interesting. I was so nervous. She's so good. She's so good. So uh, I'm, I'm just glad I had that opportunity. I say I, I, I acted with Katie O'Brien. <laughs> Um, so voice acting, is that a lot more comfortable for you because you're used to having your voice on tape as a singer? Is it similar? Yeah, yeah I, w- I would say so. Um, you know, I've learned a lot about how to speak and things like that. And uh, with singing, you are listening, you know what your voice sounds like you know uh, a lot of people don't understand what their voice sound like and how to use it and um, you're always learning uh, but I, I think it comes natural to me to do that and and uh, it, it's it's really it's really cool to do so you did uh, you did make quite a lot of music before you started doing filmmaking <laughs> what is it you love yeah. about making music uh, it's therapeutic uh, to me, and um, I like, you know, I, I like performing it, but uh, just seeing people enjoy it and, and, and get into it, um, and there's nothing else like playing with a live band and being able to c- control what they're doing and how they um, kind of caress you as you're, as you're uh, performing. Um, there's nothing else like it. You know, you can, you can do so much. And um, so I've performed in front of thousands, you know, at uh, different festivals, at parks and things like that. And then just small, intimate um, 
um, gigs. And so, um, yeah, I've uh, really uh, enjoyed that. So you have been a guest at Starbase Indie several times. Yes. Yes. Uh, (laughs) What is it you love about Starbase Indie? I really like the the diversity of people that come through you guys get the best guest people i've seen and grew up with on star trek or, or different films i like that starbase indie really caters uh to the sci-fi just the the, the guts and of sci-fi you know it's really enjoyable uh, to be there with so many people so where can people find your work online? Uh, well, we're all on uh, all the social media platforms. Uh, we have Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. And you all you have to do is type in Submerge Universe. Also the website, DV Entertainment Pictures. That's D like in David, V like in Victor, uh, Entertainment Pictures with an s.com um and don't forget to check out our streaming service we got a streaming service of nothing but submerged films and we're about to upload our comics to that so you can also download and watch the comics so that's at submergeuniverse.vhx that's v like in victor h like in henry x like x-ray dot tv what are you working on next i am working on (laughs) so much um i'm i'm finishing up our fifth film uh, in a couple of months that'll be out to merge blue star uh we're finishing up on the visual effects so that'll be the fifth film and we'll put that in a blu-ray season one as what that would be working on an animated series the figure that is one of our fan favorites. And so uh, we've uh, really gone on in deep to tell this epic story uh, of the figure and how it came about. Then we have a, a series, live action series, Submerge Galaxy of Subversion, which will be the continuation of the Nairi and Liz story, which we've told. And uh, a lot of people wonder about Submerge, but the overall arc about Submerge is that these aliens are doing this experiment in multi-universes, and Nairi and our daughter are trying to stop them and um, save the multiverse. Saving the multiverse is always a good theme to go with. It's it's very, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got I love to. love it. Right? Somebody's yeah. got to, yeah. <laughs> it's very important. Go wherever and do whatever, yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Oh, thank you so much, Lisa, for having me on. I can't wait to get back to Starbase Ending. We can't wait to have you back. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Starbase Indie podcast. To find more information about our live event this November, check us out at starbaseindie.org or on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. See you on the Starbase.